Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Fully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, August the 16th. We are back in the studio, rocking and rolling. Guys, it's a little early, but we are officially celebrating two years, year number two of the Grief Fully Podcast. August the 19th will make that end. August 19th is very special because it is my late grandmother's birthday, but we will get into that in just a bit. Two years. Heading into the studio thinking, what am I going to talk about? And I'm realizing like, wow, this actually is going to be two years of recording a show. Not only any show, but recording a show about grief, about loss and where that intersects with our mental health and wellness and realizing that, hey, when I first started out, I was a little reluctant. But because of you guys and your bravery and your willingness to show up and support me, but also yourself, I've been enjoying it. I've been rocking with it. And it has reassured me that being in this lane is definitely an extension of my purpose. You might say, why would I say it's not solely my purpose? Because I'm a person that I've learned through life that there's so much change and there's so much evolution. I should probably say so much potential for evolution, because I think, again, going on to what I talked about last week, it's all a choice. And with that being said, me being able to do this every single week, get an episode out and, and it be about grief and then how burdened my heart is for this cause, I know that it's an extension of my purpose. It's not my only purpose, but it's one that I've been able to really sit in and grow in and learn from and educate. It's just been an amazing ride and, and I'm so excited for where it's going to continue to go. So what I wanted to talk about, of course, I'm going to get into a little bit about my grandmother. For those who don't know, if you're just listening to the first time, I'll give you a better introduction about her, my life and the loss and all of that stuff. But I was listening to a podcast episode. Now, shout out to Therapy for Black Girls with Dr. Joy. It's an amazing podcast. It's one of the first podcasts I actually subscribed to when I got into the whole podcast world and in the genre of mental wellness. So you hear at Therapy for Black Girls. So more recently, you might be aware that through the Olympics, the U.S. trials, there's been so much going on where mental health and just dealing with being a, a, I think they called it a bionic person and this athlete and just on this huge level and this stature. But then where does the humanity come into when you're dealing with your mental health and and your losses and your life and, and grief and all that good stuff? And so a friend of mine, we grew up together. We went to high school together. We played high school basketball together. Dr. Legia Carter, shout out to you, super proud of you and everything that you're doing and representing our community, was a guest on the Therapy for Black Girls podcast. And I was kind of fangirling a little bit. I thought that was awfully dope. But the content that they were talking about, and and, in full transparency, at the time of this recording, I did not listen to the full episode yet. I like to podcast in my car and, and listen, and I had something to do, so I couldn't finish it at the time. But where I left off, it kind of was a great segue for my episode for today and what it made me think about. And it's basically, who am I if I was to step outside of my identity into that space of vulnerability? And so we talk about, they were talking about Dr. Legia Carter and Dr. Joy about, say, for example, Simone Biles and how without these people 
being in this spotlight and being bionic and just superhuman. But if they were to step away from being that power athlete and into their vulnerability, most people, which we have witnessed how society responds is, how dare you? You can't just tough it out. Aren't you this elite athlete, but you're going to let a loss in your life, the loss of your mother, the loss of your aunt, the fact that you are basically like dealing with and carrying a whole sexual assault case that Simone Biles had to represent based on everything that happened with, with the U.S. Olympics and all of that. I mean, gymnastics, excuse me, and all of that stuff. But when real life hits and happens to them, they're not allowed to lean into that. And so I'm no Simone Biles. Trust me, you. I don't even know if I could do a, a jump, like literally take my two feet off the ground right now. But I'm a human being. And I realize that I, too, can can kind of see my story in that to an extent where I've, I've worn this, this crown, this shield, if you will, of strength and resilience to the point where I truly think if my friends and family saw me completely just unravel and just fall apart and not have a positive thing to say, just really fell into this pessimistic mindset or this failure mentality or a woe is me kind of place where I might really genuinely feel, I think it would be awkward. I think they would really think something was wrong with me. But doesn't that sound so interesting that the moment that I would really, because I, I, I speak it, let's understand this. So I think people are okay with listening to me speak about it and encourage other people to do it. But if they just flat out had to sit amongst me, if I'm at a table, a dinner table with my closest friends, my family, my spouse, and, and I just am like, I don't have it. I don't know. I don't know what to say to you. I, I don't know what to do for myself. And I just cried and I just got in bed and I just covered my head and I didn't answer my phone and I didn't go on social media and I stopped the grief bully podcast. What would that really be like? And I think they were speaking a lot about the narrative of the strong black woman. And although, again, I'm not on this, this stage with the U.S. Olympics, but but maybe we can say that our own lives have been Olympic trials. I would have to argue that I think I've probably ran my fair share of a triathlon through all the different traumas that I've experienced in my life and the things that I've faced. And because I've just raised that bar for myself, it then precedes me in conversations and relationships that this is who I am. So you don't really get to see that part of me. And even when I allow myself to be vulnerable, let's understand this. And if you follow me, whether that's on social media or just here at the podcast, You've probably heard me cry or, or mention tears or something along those lines, or I might post something vulnerable, but you don't see me sit in it. I don't know how. I truly don't know how to just sit there and stay there. It's, it's like weak to me. And I don't even think about it like I think that that's weak if someone else does it. I think it's beautiful if you do that. And, and to be honest with you, I'm a little jealous I do not really know how to get off my own back with so many aspects of my life. And through this conversation that Dr. Leija Carter and Dr. Joy were having on Therapy for Black Girls podcast, I'm like, wow, I think I see myself in that. And, and I don't really necessarily think that it's healthy. And I really think that, again, I've told people that I think my resilience to an extent is a flaw because I just get through. I'm a solution driven person. And so you might find yourself in this story somewhere where you're like, hey, I'm like that too. 
and and it's just like I think for me, as as I look forward in my life and I consider the options and opportunities or potential of parenthood, I think a lot about that. What do I want to work on truly so that I can be the best parent? Because you do lead by example. And even though verbally, because again, verbally, I can say that to you. Verbally, I can encourage the Grief Bully podcast community, all of my bereaved folks out there. You need to cry. We need to cry. You need to sit in it. We need to sit in it. You need to do this and do that. But my actions will actually counter that. Because if you're following me, if you're watching my highlight reel, then you probably would say, oh, I can get through this. Jane Nicole gets through it. She'll cry in the morning and then be smiling at night. And let's understand, I'm not faking. I am a 100% authentic person. What I show you is, is real. But what I'm saying is that I don't know that that's extremely healthy. That what I'm exemplifying is the best thing to mimic for your well-being and your mental health. And I think these young ladies, they were talking about the Shakari Richardsons and the Simone Biles and the Naomi Osaka's of the world. That's tough. That's tough. I watched the Naomi Osaka documentary. And let me tell you right now, from, from yay, from three years old. So how do you step outside of that identity that you've developed and lean into your vulnerability when it's so far in? It's out of reach. And I don't really know what the exact balance is because I, I will say I do think some people don't aren't, aren't maybe aren't really like strong enough or, or let me just let me go back. Maybe some people aren't aware of their strength enough because I don't like to really say that people aren't strong. I think they have yet to unlock that part of them and tap into it. But some of us and I'll tell you, my childhood, it had a lot of ups and downs and different things and stuff that I actually forget half of the things because I just got through. But when I sit in it, like this conversation led me to do, I'm like, wow, I've been through some stuff and you have too. And so sometimes again, that's really uncomfortable for you to be able to sit into that and to lean into it and figure out where we're going to go from there. And I, I just really think that me falling apart would really just throw a lot of people off. And so the thought of removing myself from that narrative, it kind of reminds me of when I was leaning into sobriety when I was starting to walk into that. So it's, it's, it's walking into, but I'm, I'm also, and this is for anybody, you're, if you're going into something, you're going maybe out of something else. And so what is life like on a weekend when it's not, hey, what's up? You want to go get a couple beers? You want to go to the bar, have a drink? You want to come to this party? Oh, we just won this basketball game. Let's go celebrate. And that no longer can be a part of me and what I'm doing because I'm trying to go somewhere else. That's scary. That's scary. So a lot of us in different facets of our lives, we stick in what's comfortable and familiar out of fear. And so for those young ladies to say, I'm not competing or I'm not going to sit here and do this interview, I'd rather be fined than to have to face you after I just lost or didn't show up as my best self. It's kind of like not fair. I don't really know how much time they get in between, but on the documentary, it looked like you went out, they told you you lost, you go, you sit in front of strangers, they ask you questions that are very, and a lot of the questions are so obvious, the answer. So it's almost just like insult to injury and to have to expose yourself to that. But when you say no and you don't do it, you're weak now. But I think it could be considered being weak to not stand up for your mental health and your mental wellness. And so now these conversations are being had in, in, our, in America 
whether we're going to accept it or not, we're starting to listen more and, and have more conversations. And these are impactful people. So I look at them and I say, hey, listen, if they're doing it on that scale, well, I need to do it on this scale. Because what's large for someone else can be can be small and, and, and vice versa. But I also look at myself as preparation is key. And, and I don't know what God has in store for me in my life. But what I do know is that I've got to be able to step out of this identity that I'm so strong and that I'm the glue and that I'm going to figure it out. And that, and that is going to be way easier said than done. Way easier said than done. We're talking 30 something. <clears throat> uh, I mean, 35, 35 years of, of, of unlearning, of unlearning. And yes, I have a lot of joy in my life and I'm very proud of myself. I'm, I'm very proud of who I am. Actually, me staying in my identity and showing up in life how I normally do, which is we're going to get through it, is why we have the podcast. And so when I think about two years, I haven't even been able to let myself miss an episode of being uploaded some people will say that's consistency. I'm so proud you're this, but I can't do, I don't know how it's not okay. It doesn't feel right for me. And I don't know how healthy or unhealthy that is. Like I started originally in this conversation. So I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. You wouldn't be here listening to this podcast right now. This podcast was in response to death, to the aftermath of death. I respond with a podcast that has 105 episodes in a row. I don't go in bed and cover head and cry and say the world is over. My grandma died. The most important person to me in my life, the most consistent thing that I've ever known is gone. So now it's over for me. Because even when my words were maybe saying things similar, my actions weren't allowing that because I'm, that's unfamiliar to me. I find a bigger purpose, I dig in, and I make it happen. My grandmother dying, my father dying, at some point were the reason why I felt like I couldn't do something, but then they became the reason why I absolutely can and why I won't stop. So again, I cannot thank you guys enough for allowing me to be as vulnerable as I'll allow myself to be. And I want you to allow yourself to be more interested and your emotions and less concern with perception. And we often worry about, we say, oh, why are you worried about what other people think about you? I, I'm, I'm not worried about that. I think my biggest issue is worrying about what I think about me. Unconsciously, I didn't necessarily really realize that. And so I'm listening to this podcast. And I'm like, man, that's, that's deep. That's real. That's real. How we talk about the vulnerability aspect of that. And how stepping outside of your identity can be really scary. Can be really scary. But I tell you what, your your current healing mechanisms and your coping skills might not be best suited for what you need to, might not be the best options for what you need in order to move through. So I guess really the PS to this as we kind of bring this whole thing full circle is we've got to stay open. We got to stay open. We've got to kick fears behind and say, hey, I want to get on the other side. I want to be the best me. I want to be my best self. I want to work through these traumas. It's never too late. I don't care if it's something that you went through when you were five years old. If you're 35 years old, we can still work on that because you better believe it's somewhere lingering in your personality. Right. And so I'm always going to call myself out about that. 
I'm always going to want to work on that. But I want to encourage you to do that, too. If the way that you usually do things don't work, then you got to be open to move around it. You also do have to be open to people's perspectives sometimes because it can be blinders. But if I was listening to this podcast and I was distracted, I might have missed this whole message. And then I might not know this episode was about. So again, this theme lately that I've been talking about and people need to hear it's about that solitude. There's power there. There's power there. Let's stop always just listening to music and, and, and watching meaningless TV. And let's start listening more to, to podcasts that are about wellness and health things like this one and other podcasts out there and, and not be distracted. When I'm listening to a podcast and I feel like I'm about to be a little distracted, I push pause. I turn it off because I, I don't want to miss it. There's something in there for me and there might be something in there for you too. So we talked about it two years, August of 19th, 2019 is when this bad boy launched. And August the 19th is my late grandmother's birthday. What an amazing human being. She's always in my heart, always in my mind, never far from anything that I do. She is a big part of who I am, and, and I'm super thankful for that. And I'm excited that I decided to launch a podcast on her birthday. So while I am, could be, I don't know, the day hasn't come yet, a little bit down about it or feel away, I'm also going to say, hey, but this is two years of my podcast. So we're rocking and rolling, and I did something to make her proud. So while I believe she was the best gift I ever received, in, in my life, then I can continue to just make little steps every day to make sure that I'm paying her back for that. And so thank you guys for letting me share my super grand with you with my children's book and all my posts and all those things. And so you already know that my in love and memory segment this week is definitely, definitely going out to my Southern Belle, South Carolina's own Margaret Reeves. She resided in Somerdale, New Jersey, 401, my home base. I miss her with all my heart. Words can never, ever, ever communicate the deaths of that loss. But it also can never communicate how grateful I am to have had her when I did. And so in love and memory to my grandmother, Marguerite's grand, we miss you so much. I pray that I can only pray that I'm absolutely making you proud and I am not going to let you down. But if I do let my crown down a little bit, I know that you will be happy because you always wanted me to give myself a break as well. So thank you for sharing your love and your life with me. Guys, that's all I really have for you today. I wanted to keep it short and sweet. I hope that that message resonated with you. Maybe we'll have Dr. Lee Carter on the show one day to kind of dive a little bit more into this, the psychology of the mind when it comes to the strong black women or strong people in general when it comes to our healing journey and that process. Thank you for rocking with me on YouTube, TikTok, all that good stuff. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Please leave me a comment. Let me know your thoughts. I've been getting comments lately about the episodes. It's been so cool from people that I don't know all around the world. And it's been amazing. I love to respond back to you guys. So don't hesitate. If you're not a YouTuber and you're watching it, listening to it, excuse me, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, all of that good stuff like that, leave me a review. Leave me a review and you already know where I hang out the most. So if you are shy in those platforms, slide in my DMs. I'm giving you permission. You guys know where I hang out though. So make sure you follow me there at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole guys. So next time you already know, love and light. Peace. Mm-hmm.